0: Welcome to Chewing the Fat Special American Dream segment today, and I have uh, two movie stars and television stars in studio uh, in Dallas, Texas, here in the uh, Mercury Studios, Irving, Texas. I have a uh, Steve Mokaya and a Todd Terry. Uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're laughing.
0: I don't know movie what should I say that, wrong. That you 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 lost us at movie. Star. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, the reason I had you both in is really, you guys are living here in, in the Metroplex, and you're, uh, you know, you're living your American dream. I mean, you're acting in television and movies, things that people see all the time, and they think to themselves, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> and uh, you in particular, Steve, are, uh, you know, you're a man that's done uh, a, a load of different characters, throughout your career now but you still hold down a regular job that's why i thought so funny not, uh, a while ago when uh the the actor got in trouble for working at whole foods or he worked at trader joe's uh and i thought so yeah uh, i mean he wants the everyday income and then when he can work he can work right so that's i mean that's what you're doing right
2: right and most actors have a second job there's like 150,000 SAG actors, Todd, something like that. Yeah, and probably. the average income is under 20000 People don't realize that. Not everybody is a Brad Pitt. or. Oh, uh, See, so I was going to
0: ask to be in one of your shows, but now no. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the average actor doesn't make enough to, to get by just on their acting income. That's the sad truth about it. That's kind of uh, sad. But that carrot is always dangling in front of you. Right. So it's, just, get- it's just around the corner. Every, every time you audition, that could be the thing that... Allows you to quit that second job.
0: So, I know, I know, you, Todd. You started uh, acting early on, right. right? I mean, this was this has been really your life. Uh, I know that you have, you know, your your uh, you're out hawking real estate yeah on the side uh you know i don't know whether you're selling buildings or houses or you know whatever houses. property you're selling <laughs> <laughs> by the way yes. <laughs> give them your number <laughs> yeah but we'll tell you what the yeah, real Br- estate service yeah, is
1: yeah i'm with briggs freeman sotheby's in dallas okay yeah i've been doing that for about 22 years but uh yeah i started out of high school doing community theater i, I moved over to amsterdam with a theater company when i was in my early 20s wow and then did regional theater and then started pursuing you know film and television probably about 30 years ago and uh it is it's like you're constantly job interviewing you know right and so that's what i tell most new actors because everybody says i want to do that i can do that you know and the hardest part of it is not necessarily the job it's getting the job getting the job yeah
0: and and dealing with the rejection yeah that gets a lot of people so so but you steve uh started a little bit later Right. I mean, you didn't say, as as, when you were a young man, you were just working. You didn't were, yeah. were you thinking about being an actor? Yeah. Or? So, when I was
2: 19, I was in college up in Iowa, and I went and saw the movie Airplane, <laughs> and, which you're familiar with. And I left a the theater thinking, what a great way to make a living. So, I thought about it, and I went to a school that was famous for theater, but I was a football player. And a- athletes and actors didn't mesh very right. well in my school for right. social reasons and scheduling reasons. So I suppressed that urge until I was about 46. And then I started being a a number of
0: years to suppress an urge. Yeah. (laughs) So I
2: became a background actor on prison break for two years. I played an FBI agent, didn't have any lines, just learned the industry. That was filmed here. Filmed right next door. Yeah, yeah, we went in there and looked and I was like, this brings back memories. So (laughs) so for two years, I was the silent FBI guy in the background and I kind of learned the industry, but meanwhile, I was taking a lot of classes with a, a woman named uh, Nancy Chardier, who's a big acting coach here in Dallas. Uh, and then finally, I, uh, I did some improv work and an agent discovered me uh, doing improv. And so I signed with Linda McAllister Talent here in Dallas. And that was about 15 years ago. So, wow, yeah, late bloomer.
0: But I mean, it's still exciting for you, right? Yeah, sure, I mean- it's
2: really exciting. The thing is with acting, there's no age limitations. You know, I can do this, you know, until I'm you know, 90, yeah. as long as I remember my lines. Right. Well, that's now that's one of the, <laughs> which I mean, I'm that, already having trouble with. It is. That's, that's one so. of
0: the big things, though, right? Uh, you see so many shows that have these uh, same reoccurring actors in them. Uh, when you watch so many of, uh, like, I know you guys have a show now on Amazon Prime, yeah, uh right. Vindication, right. That uh, just was released a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. On Amazon Prime. So uh, don't worry, I'll forgive you if you haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> get to it. Uh, but that's, but you see so many actors in those shows on HBO and Showtime and Netflix that are reoccurring actors that have worked together in all these other shows. So I'm guessing that if you show up on time and know your lines, oh, it's you. uh, that's, par- that's par- probably a big part of getting the gig. Yeah. 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 It's
1: no, I mean, it, we audition for a lot of different casting directors, and, and once you've, when I say proven yourself, it's not necessarily – You're the best person for the job, but you've gotten work, and they didn't fire you. You're reliable. That's always a positive thing. Show up, not drunk. Right. But you were saying, the funny thing about it is there used to be back a time when they shot Walker, Texas Ranger here. Yeah. And you could play multiple characters in a season. In the series. In in the the series. Yeah, Yeah. you could be a bad guy. You could be an FBI agent, and they would allow that, but they don't do it anymore. So, But yeah, I think most we get our work just hopefully based on reputation and continuing to show up and remember your lungs
0: i love the silent uh, fbi guy in prison break there's a cameraman that works here for us that uh he used he used to work for us and now he just uh, uh subcontracts his time for us but uh, his big break was in prison break he always he always joke yeah. around about it because he was a, a hand on a gurney a couple of times during <laughs> prison break and that's awesome. his, that's his big star break yeah I might recognize him. That's hand. me. If I see yeah. his
2: hand, I might recognize
1: him.
0: That's why I always, that's why it's always, you watch a movie with people and you go, and you see a guy walk by down the street. That's me.
1: Well, my wife was, was Joan Cusack's Pregnant Belly in a show Arlington Road years ago, which is funny. She just showed up and she go, you're pregnant. We're going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When
2: I was first starting out, there was a movie here about the Delta crash from the 80s, and David Hasselhoff was in it, and they needed a hand double and I auditioned to be his hand, hand double. double. Yeah. That was my, I thought that was gonna be my big break. They came in, I put my hand down, they just took a picture of it. Yeah, I didn't get the part. Oh, so nah. apparently David Hasselhoff's hand looks a lot different than mine.
0: Yeah, it's more female. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was part of the deal. Yeah. So, um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, working. We'll get we'll get to, we'll hit the new show that you're working on, and then we'll back up a little bit. But you're working on Vindication. Uh, is is it now? All the episodes have been released on Amazon Prime. It's not a it's not a released weekly show. It's just a, you've done it all, and I like can exactly. binge worthy.
1: Yeah, they they dropped them all at once. Yeah, good. So It's ten episodes. My favorite way. You know, and the history behind it. It was it was a standalone short film, and the director had this idea. Let's turn it into a series. And so from there, uh, it took us about two years to film it just because we'd write a script and then we'd have a month or so before we could right. actually shoot it. So the process was two years. But yeah, it's all out now. Um, it's basically a somewhat of a procedural crime drama, like a law and nice. order that there's an individual crime in each episode, but then there's also a family element to it. So you've got a You've got the best of both dramatic worlds happening at once, and sometimes they intertwine.
0: I like it. I want to apologize for not having binged it yet. It's okay. Uh, On behalf of my audience, I apologize, (laughs) because it's unlike me. Yeah, it's only been a couple weeks. Again, it's unlike me, because I'm always looking for new shows. Um, I love it. It's fantastic. So, uh, also, um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the uh, movies that you've been in recently, both of you. I know that, uh, Steve, you've been in uh, The Hunt which I, I, I realized uh, talking to your daughter, who I, I'm uh, friends with and know, and I thought, what? He's on yeah. the hunt. Why is this man not in my studio? And uh, yeah. so there, here you are, and I appreciate you coming. So uh, is it since you've already been paid for the movie, is, is it less heartbreaking that it hasn't been released, or is it, do you want to get it out no, there? No, it's tremendously heartbreaking because it's probably
2: the biggest opportunity I've ever had since I started doing this 15 years ago. It's a big Bloomhouse Universal release, and I have a pretty nice role in it. Yeah. You know, probably as big as anyone else in the movie. So, when this whole thing happened two, three weeks ago, uh, Trump started talking about it, and it's kind of and Then it was a domino from, effect, yeah. It was a domino effect, and, uh, you know, the problem with it is not, no one's seen the movie, and most people haven't read the scripts. It's just when you see the trailer, a bunch of Republicans who get hunted down by some rich
0: liberals. It doesn't sound right, but the truth no. But it the is, thing is, is that I, I, I never under, I still don't understand it. I, I really don't because I watched the same trailer as everybody else, yeah. and I got a completely different aspect from it. I thought, well, they're, I mean, it appears to me, and I, you know, I know you're not gonna, right. you know, you're not gonna ruin the movie if it ever does get released, which it seems silly not to be. But it, it appears in the even in the trailer that those people end up winning.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I really don't want to say anything about the plot, but I can tell you that uh, the, direct, the director, that Craig Zobel, his point was to point to poke fun at Democrats and Republicans, and his goal was to entertain and unify, and not separate In and the anger end, yes. people. It makes fun of both sides, and you know I really don't want to go too far into the plot, but there's nothing to be upset about. And once you see the movie, when the movie does, if it does get released, I'm pretty sure it will. People will be like, "What was all the?" Why plot were we so about? upset about? It? Yeah, it's a fun movie, great actors, great plot. Yeah, it, it,
1: hopefully it gets released. They need to hire you as the spokesperson now,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. get out there. Let's go.
2: Let's start. We're totally unselfish it. reasons. I want it yeah. to be released.
0: <laughs> and uh, and Todd, you're in a movie that uh, was uh, pretty recent and pretty hot on the on the irons. Was unplanned. Unplanned. Yeah. Uh, amazing that uh, I mean, i'm mean, i happy to have you here great. No,
1: it was a great it was a great experience actually f- funny i got the job from a girl that was in vindication in one of our episodes and she played ashley bratcher played abby johnson the the key yeah. figure in the movie and so i actually got the job that way but i played one of the abortion doctors so I, i'm probably not looked on too friendly as oh, yeah, far you as you know my character but i really evil. supported the overall you know message of the film
0: yeah well i mean you have to
1: i mean you right? gotta you gotta expose what needs to be exposed yeah
0: so and and you got to play an evil abortion yes, that's right and those bastards <laughs> and, it's do, and it's doing great right
1: yeah i think it's yes. still doing really well so yeah
0: so uh with vindication before i before we move on from that where are we at with vindication now you're done with season one have they rubber stamped uh, the new season and you're all good to go and you've deep pocketed some uh three or four million and you're ready to go or? well you heard it right here <laughs> You just
1: made that prophecy. <laughs> Honestly, I wish we could say, because people ask, a lot of the people that have already seen it say one season two coming, and we don't have an answer yet. I think a lot of it depends on viewership right. and uh, the director and producers, but uh, we're hoping. That'd be great. It's a great show. Yeah. There's not a lot of family-friendly shows out there no
2: nowadays. Uh, it's, uh, it's faith-based, but if you're not overly religious, you're not offended by the content, it's not right in your face, mm. You know, with religion, but it's there.
1: So whether you are religious or not, you would enjoy the show. Yeah, and you can set your kid. I mean, in my opinion, I can have my 13, 15 year old with me and not be afraid of what's going to pop up on the screen. Right. But it's not afraid to address harder issues like any cop drama would.
0: Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah like my the...
2: nine year old granddaughter watched it coming back from Oklahoma. We went up for the football game this weekend. She I'm watched, sorry. She watched, <laughs> she watched four episodes <laughs> yes, and uh, thank she, you. she loved
0: it. And I wasn't worried about what she was watching in the backseat. I have. I'll tell you a story, Todd, about a good friend of mine that was born in uh, Big Spring, Texas, and uh, he lives uh, here in uh, the Metroplex now. And he doesn't like to live this close to Oklahoma because he can still smell it.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, I get I get hives. (laughs) Yeah, we uh,
0: we went to the Big Twelve Championship
1: game last year. His wife and him and my son. I know that's what kills me.
2: So that was pretty funny. Yeah, that
1: kills me. The the Big Twelve Championship. My son goes goes to UT, and so that makes it. Twice as onerous. Yeah.
0: My oldest son uh, played for, as long as we're making the rounds of children, my oldest yeah. son played for uh, the University of Missouri. Oh, nice. And, awesome. Uh, we, they were defeated a couple of years there at the Big 12 Championship. Uh, I was Kansas. there. I was there at <laughs> both games. Devastating. <laughs> Devastating. Yeah. Yes. I was there. Devastating loss. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it
2: wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we beat him at Kansas City and we beat him in San Antonio. You know, I remember. I don't need to. I, yeah. I don't know why I brought it up <laughs> yeah, now because I do remember those. That. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, that's right. From
0: uh, from Southlake, yeah. Texas, as a matter of fact. Uh, and uh, Elvis Fisher, uh, offensive lineman number seventy-two, left tackle. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so anyway, I appreciate you guys coming. So, what's the? You guys are living your American dream now, right? Did you ever like you, Todd? <laughs> you started young and this is what you wanted to do you know I don't know that you wanted to sell homes to supplement your income I mean like you said you're always waiting for that you know the the big break there's only so many uh, Tom Cruises out there in the world I get that but I mean you're pretty successful and i mean is this, is this are you are you are you living your american dream are you Absolutely. doing what you want
1: i mean i was always in it for the long haul i mean uh, you when i was younger i you know of course you had the dreams of i want to be famous and rich and blah 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 right but, you know i think any actor that's going to have longevity you got to go hey i'm in it for the long haul there's going to be peaks and valleys and you just got to love it but yeah i i got into real estate because it was a family business but i never intended to make that that wasn't my passion although i love to do it you know, the acting was always my passion.
0: I will tell you to be careful uh, snapping pictures. We did the story yesterday, uh, chewing the fat, about the uh, realtor in uh, Nashville that uh, took a picture of him. Uh Having sexual relations Ooh. with some lady in one of the bedrooms of the houses he was trying to sell. And that actually went up on the website as he was <laughs> yeah. doing. So I would say, be careful of what you're snapping. Yeah. Just a you hint know, from me. Yeah, just trying to help you. Out. Yeah. Todd, Todd i have a know. no no. No, I, no, no, oh my gosh, I'm not saying you would. No. Oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> this no, is becoming don't. a whole different kind of interview. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so Steve. You started, you said you had, you know, that little inkling in the back of, in the back of your mind early on that, Hey, that'd be a cool way to make a living. But then, you know, that went away and you moved on. And then, uh, at 46, you said, you know what? I'm going to do this. This is what I wanted to do. This is my American dream. I've already, you know, I've got a family, I've got kids, I've got work, but I want to be an actor. I want to create, you know, some sort of art, um, Are you happy i mean this is exactly what you wanted is it what you thought about is is are you disappointed that you started so late uh,
2: yes yes and no when i was going to do it in my 20s there's a lot more competition and i was you know i looked like every other actor at that age basically so there's a lot more competition back then and uh, i just wasn't mentally prepared for it back then uh once you go through life and you hit a lot of adversity and a lot of hardships You're more prepared for the rejection. You
0: kicked in the gut a few times.
2: I don't know what your success ratio is, Todd, on auditioning. But if you're 10%, you're considered a stud in the industry. And I'm not 10%. Really? But 10% is considered pretty solid. So you're going to fail. Even the good ones fail a lot more than not. So the rejection was was the thing you had to deal with the most. I've come out of auditions thinking I had it in the bag. Like it was the greatest thing I ever did in my life and you never hear from them again but it could be because you were too tall too short you too, look like too their ex wife you know yeah you right. remind, yeah, you remind a, the casting agent of someone that fingers are too fat <laughs> it can be it can be anything and some, it's not the best actor a lot of times who gets the role and um, well, we've seen those films. I, that's what I tell myself when I don't get, when I don't book something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that gets you through, right? Yeah, I mean absolutely some yeah, me Steve because... was like, I'm just too handsome. <laughs> yeah. I, you know they, too they had to go. Doggone good looking. Get through I mean, me every time.
0: We've all heard the story about the the old actor uh, years ago. I wish I wish I could remember his name now, but he was uh, he was in all these westerns and he had the bad teeth and he was, you know, the scruggy looking guy. He started making all this money, so he got his teeth fixed, never worked again.
1: Yeah. That's so interesting. You know, yeah. so, I mean,
0: that, that's, and, and that, you know, that might be an old Hollywood wives tale, too. It's probably I, I don't true. Know, but it sounds that's good. That's probably true, yeah. 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 That it's,
2: actor Jack Elam from the 60s who had the crazy eyes, oh, he yeah. booked everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it is a lot of times just luck of the draw. So you say 10%. Okay. So you get picked. 10% of the time you're considered a stud. Yeah. Now, that's 10% of how many auditions that are you doing? You know,
1: I've never, I actually knew a guy that used to calculate his percentages on booking jobs based on his auditions. I've never done you, it. it. It's a bad yeah, idea to yeah, do I, it. I'm afraid I'd depress <laughs>
0: myself. Yeah, However, mine down. is 9.2 <laughs> right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, if I don't book this next one, I'm going to be below the average. But
0: how, okay, so uh, 10% of how many auditions, though? I mean, you say, you know, 10% of well, all your auditions. Well, say you 100 auditions, you book 10 10, you're considered pretty successful. Are you and doing 100 auditions <laughs> yeah, in what I, amount of time?
2: Uh, it comes in waves. Like, I've had probably 12 auditions in the last uh, six weeks, but then I'll go like a month with nothing because we live in Texas. Yeah. You know, if, if we, were,
1: we were in LA, it'd be different. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not uncommon in Texas. If you have, a, I have an agent in Atlanta as well, and so I'll put myself on tape for auditions that happen there. Okay. So that's not uncommon to have three a week that wow. you have to tape yourself but in-person auditions locally that's more once to three times a month yeah, most uh, auditions are on tape nowadays it's
0: changed a lot so how many times in your career and this is for both of you now have you uh, auditioned say three times in a week and you have to say no have you ever had to turn one down because you wanted to do something else or you thought you got one yeah, that you that you yeah. ended up didn't you know not getting, but you. you said no, nah, I'm not going to do this one. They said yes, but no. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a bad problem. I mean, it's a good no, problem. Right, no, have. I understand. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, have you missed out on the role that would have been the million dollar role? Yeah, you like, you like not to think about it. Yeah, do you have an <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I mean, I've I've had to turn stuff down in Atlanta, and it's only it's not because I didn't want to do it. It's because one, I couldn't cut my hair, and they had to have cropped hair or it conflicted with another job so sometimes you just go which job do i think is better for me at the time right. but yeah it does happen
2: sometimes it's, you don't know like i was on the movie uh logan wolverine i was on hold for that for three weeks i'm not allowed to audition or do anything for those three weeks they kind of own you uh, even though you're not getting paid you don't officially have the job but they put you on but hold. they own you for three weeks and uh Got so i had, had to the turn practice, down but. a lot of auditions in that three weeks and who knows what would have happened you know maybe i would have gotten the jobs maybe not right. but you know i'll never know and then i did not get the role on Wolverine they gave it to somebody else
0: so do you have any idea when the, when you go on hold that's fascinating that they that they own you like that cuz you i mean you agree to
2: yeah if, if you, you say
0: worried. no then they just that big throw of a you project trash, you're willing right? to, you're willing to risk Right. Like, yeah that was a big time you're not thing. going to say no i you yeah. know screw you yeah either yes or no right now <laughs> right well, yeah so how how long can they do that? You're on hold for three weeks. Is, is there weeks. a limit I mean, on how,
1: that, Todd? No. So in the commercial world, there's, it's called first, right of first refusal, which they may put 10, 20 actors on that, and that means we're considering you. When you're officially on hold, there's usually a, a smaller number of actors they're considering. You may be the only one. It could be a week. could be two weeks. Yeah. Typically, I haven't seen it longer than a couple of weeks. And the
2: cruel thing about that is when, you don't, when they decide to go another direction, they don't tell you. You just never hear again.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, wow, that,
0: was, that, never, that seems unfair. You it's never really hear depressing. no.
2: You hear, you hear yes, but you never hear no. You just never hear from them again. Yeah, you don't get feedback. Yeah, and then the movie comes out, yet. and there's your role. Right. Well, I guess I didn't get that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I start looking for another job now? Yeah. That's I mean, the way it goes. So, yeah. I mean, if I, they put you on hold, it does seem and i realize life isn't fair but it does seem a little unfair that they're not going to say okay you're you're off hold now
2: No, i had to get my agent to dig into it and yeah. find out for me yeah normally you have to push your agent to yeah. find that out wow yeah, that's the thing they never tell you no so they just leave you hanging
0: that's that's pretty amazing okay so we're talking to uh, Steve Mokate and uh todd terry uh actors extraordinaire uh, happy to have him here in the American Dream segment here. of Chewing the yes. Fat. I appreciate you guys coming in. So, um, Vindication is what you're working on now. Uh, it's wrapped and it's up on Amazon. So, what's in the key? what's next? What do you got, what, Steve? What do you got next? I don't have anything officially
2: coming up, but you know, I'm auditioning all the time. I've auditioned for three or four movies in the last week, and you know, you just wow. you just you know, cross your fingers and hope something happens. I don't know. Do you have some coming up right now?
1: Yeah, I've got a um, it's we've shot one episode of the series it's called washington's armor and it's shot here uh there's a place called Capernaum studios i don't know if you've heard of the chosen it's that yeah, yeah. biblical series yes. that they crowdfunded um launched, long story short they're shooting it there and it's uh it's about the life of george washington and so i don't know what if it'll be a history channel type thing but we've shot one episode and there's supposed to be i believe six total wow so. nice it's fine you get to wear a powdered wig yeah Yeah. i saw the picture of you it was awesome yeah it's uh, the costuming is amazing and the sets are really really you
0: find yourself um and it's funny that you talked about uh you know the chosen and this group is putting together the washington uh series and i'm sure that it's you know uh strong uh based around the faith of george washington right david Um,
1: barton it was based on a david barton book yeah, yeah i mean yeah
0: well, I mean, I love David yeah. I mean he's dumb <laughs> yeah he's dumb. the smartest so smart, is he the smartest guys <laughs> in the country but uh the do you find yourself now because of unplanned uh if that was the first movement i don't know if vindication was in on that too, but you do you find yourself now that the faith based production companies and the faith-based people putting together those films are saying, hey, we've got people that, you know, we've got people that are behind what we believe, so we want to work with them, or is it just... That's a great
1: question, because I've been trying to figure out who are those people that are casting those faith-based projects, yeah. because I don't know them personally. I mean, I got planned, like I said, through Ashley Bratcher. I've done other faith-based projects and films in the past, but they were from people I knew that were just producing them. But uh I think over time there's I believe there are a couple of casting directors out there that are doing the stuff like the Kendrick Brothers Overcomer was yes. the thing that's out yes. right now.
0: Yeah, I just talked to one of them as a matter
1: of fact. And the yeah. guy that's in there, Cammy Arnett, who is a fabulous actor and really was just brilliant in that movie. Um, you know, he's a he's a strong Christian and uh just a great person.
0: Several people in that movie. So So um you guys are, right now, just out-of-work actors, really. I don't even know why I'm talking to you. I mean, yeah. Thanks yeah, for stopping. I, mean, I appreciate yeah. you coming by and you know, <laughs> living your American kind of dream. That's kind of the name of the everything. game. <laughs> just waiting,
2: waiting. Like I said, I've had a bunch of auditions. Tomorrow or today, when I check my messages, I may have booked something. You know, probably not, but it's, there's right. a chance.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you are... Uh, Todd, you are a real estate agent, so I mean, that's kind of a, you're on your, I mean, you said it was a family company, so you, you don't, you're not really locked down to a hard schedule. Um, uh, Steve, you are uh, running a business where you're selling goods. Is it, how difficult is it to manage holding down another job it, and it still on who, trying to do the it, work? It always
2: depends on who you work for. I work for a 220-year-old Japanese company called Sanjay, Uh, We make soy sauce and organic sauces, Japanese sauces, and they know I do this uh, because I didn't want the owner of my company in bed some night and there I am on the TV and he's like, what's what's my sales guy doing in this movie? No, so I told them up front that I'm an actor on the side, uh, but I use, uh, so when I filmed The Hunt in Louisiana, I had to take three weeks off from my real job, my day job. And so I used three weeks of vacation and so, oh, so they make you take vacation time for that? I, you know, I don't doing? know if they would have made me, but I, I did to just to be it. on the up and up, you know, in case he's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Yeah.
0: And I appreciate him letting yeah. me do that.
2: But they, they're very, I work on my house. I cover the whole country uh, selling the, the, the Sanjay sauce. Right. So I'm very flexible. I can make my own schedule. It's the perfect job for being an actor as well. And So L.A. is my territory, so I auditioned in LA wow, that's also. great. Also, Albuquerque, where uh, Better Call Saul and some other things I was in. Um, so I would go out there and do my real job for a week, and then I would film the next week on Better Call Saul or Night Shift, right. the two shows I was in out there. And it's a win-win for everybody.
0: That's great. All right, so, gentlemen, I know uh, I've yapped you enough, and I could talk for another hour and a half, but I'll let you go. I appreciate you guys coming in. And I look forward to seeing the hunt. Uh, yeah, hopefully you wanna, soon. You want to break the news of when it's going to be uh, released and when we can see it right here today?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I wish. I wish <laughs> uh, I had that much input. So the
0: answer uh, is no. I,
2: I know their uh, distributors in Europe are pushing to get it. So there could it could be that it gets released over there first. But it hopefully. seems
0: strange in today's world when if it gets uh, released in Europe. I'm guessing we'd be able to see it here.
2: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> wonder if there's a way.
0: <laughs> I don't know if there's some sort of system
2: we have made. Yeah. No, it'll, it'll be released here, hopefully. I think Al Gore created it. Yes, yeah. he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100% correct he yeah. did, yeah, when he was working yeah. in the Senate. So, but watch Vindication. <laughs> Vindication on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we'll leave it at do that. It. Gentlemen, Todd, Terry, Steve Moke, okay, thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you guys thank coming. Thank you. to subscribe to chewing the fat with yours truly jeff fisher remember to uh, subscribe and tell your friends tell your neighbors and make sure that you uh you know once you subscribe and if you subscribe you know if you're an apple itunes user you can rate and review it so other people find the podcast and i know you have a busy life so it's easier for you to just 20 stars best podcast ever and you're done we're all good So subscribe to Chewing the Fat and then rate and review it. 20 stars, best podcast ever. Really nice to talk to uh, Steve Mokate and Todd Terry. And I know in the interview, uh, I had not seen uh, the show. And I just want to let you know that I went home uh, after I talked to him earlier this week and I started watching uh, his show on Amazon. So I broke my heart not to have already had all their shows under my belt. So when you get an opportunity... Uh, Vindication is up on uh, Amazon if you have an opportunity to watch it and uh, Todd Terry is great as the lead detective in that show Um, and hopefully keep your fingers crossed for The Hunt to be released so that we can see uh, Steve Mokate and uh, his his good work in The Hunt Thanks for listening to uh, Chewing the Fat The American Dream segment on Saturdays I appreciate it. Have a good weekend